Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, another installment of one of my favourite types of podcasts. It's my live reactions to articles that have come out, and Fox League, they've just dropped one that the headline is re-signing recruitment and reshuffling every NRL coach's number one priority for 2021. So I'm assuming I haven't read it yet. I haven't gone through it at all. I'm going to go through and try and guess each team before they come up and then give my reaction to what each journalist... I assume this isn't written by one person. It looks like it's written by a few. There's a few contributors to it. So I'll go through each one. I'll give my prediction of what I think it'll be. I'm assuming it's in alphabetical order. Hopefully the first one is Brisbane, and that'll tell us if it's in alphabetical order. That tends to be how Fox League do a lot of their articles. So if so, that'll make life easy. And I'll go through and give a prediction for each one. So if it is the Brisbane Broncos, I would guess that this one would have to do with working out who's going to play fullback. It'll be something about getting the best out of Milford or it'll be about getting the best out of Deard. And personally, I think getting the best out of Milford is probably the key to the Brisbane Broncos and their resurgence. Fox League, they've gone for developing Tom Dearden. Okay, so they've gone for getting the best out of their young halfback who, you know, it's hard to argue with. Personally, I would have gone with getting the very best out of Anthony Milford. I think he's the best strike weapon they have. And, I mean, he's on a lot more money than Tommy Dearden, so they need to be getting more out of Milford. I understand this one, developing Tom Dearden. He's going to be the future of this club, obviously. And it's a big development year for him. He's... You know, it, last year being his rookie season, it wasn't overly pretty. It was a really bad environment to come into first grade in. It could do a lot of damage to this kid long term. So I do understand this one about developing Tom Dearden, but personally, I would have gone with getting the very best out of Anthony Milford, and I think that'll be Kevin Walters' priority. The next team up will be Canterbury, and I, I, I've said all last two weeks that I think the number one thing Canterbury need to sort out is they need to find a hooker. I think there's a lot of really good signings coming as far as halves, outside backs. They've picked up a couple of forwards that I really like, so I'm assuming this will be finding a hooker. 
Sorry, before that, we've got the Canberra Raiders. And um, I'll come back to Canberra in a second. I forgot about the Raiders. Now, the Raiders, what is Ricky's best pack? Now, I guess this would have been something I would have guessed. I mean, their their outside backs are pretty sorted. Their halves are solid. They've got hookers falling out of their ass. I think Ricky Stewart's biggest problem, and I've spoken about this all offseason, is the depth in their forward pack. Now, he's got to work out what on earth is his best forward pack. I saw Fox League put up a team, what was that, three weeks ago now, and I looked at it and went, wow, what a side. And then I realized that Ryan James and Tom Starling weren't in the team. So Ricky Stewart, his biggest problem is that he's got too much depth. He's got some really tough decisions to make. And it's going to be interesting to see how they play. I'm really excited for the Raiders. I mean, I've already mentioned it a few times. There's a lot of guys in 2020 that played a lot more footy than what they probably should have for their age and their ability. But it's going to pay dividends now. Yeah, and Ricky Stewart, he tends to get the best out of blokes. And personally, Ryan James, he's one that I can't wait to see. I mean, he's already arrived back at preseason. He's training with the under-21s. I think it's sensational what Ryan James is doing. I'm really excited for the Raiders. As I said, Canterbury, they will be the next one. I think it'll be something to do with finding a, a hooker. Bulldogs, yeah. Sign a world-class hooker. So, Jeremy Marshall King, I'm not bagging the kid. I think he's got a lot of abilities, a really solid footballer, but... I don't think he's ever going to be a top 10 hooker in our game, to be honest with you. I could be wrong there. More than happy to be wrong. But I think Canterbury, that they're going to have a young spine. I'm not sure who's going to be their fullback. I think it'll be Avarillo by the time we get to 2022 and all these guys arrive. And I think you're going to need an experienced head in the nine. I think Brandon Smith would be perfect for it, for them. I think they definitely need to go and find a hooker, though. The next team will be the Cronulla Sharks. Now, the Sharkies, I think they're John Morris, his biggest headache will be one of two things. It'll be... Getting through the start of this season without Sean Johnson, um, the NRL season is hard enough. It's without losing your main player. So to start the season without Sean Johnson is going to be really tough. He really did hold this team together last season. That's going to be tough. I think the other one might just simply be him trying to keep his job. I mean, he's under a lot of pressure. I don't think it's fair, as I've said a few times, but, I mean, there is whispers around that he's not going to keep his job. And, yeah, yeah, Sharks. John Morris to keep his job. Uh, George Clark's written this one, and... I mean, he has been under fire from all over the place. As I said, I think it's unfair, but I just think it's the reality of John Morris's uh, situation. He needs to really, really overachieve this year, and it's going to be really hard without Sean Johnson for him to keep his gig. I spoke about this last week. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans will be the next one, and I think this will just be... Uh, a feeling this might be using David Fafita. I mean, we've seen him up at Brisbane do some amazing things, but he really hasn't been utilised properly. I think the connection between Fogarty or Ash Taylor, whichever side he's playing on, I can't think of the top of my head now, but those halves, they need to get someone in like a Scott Prince or like just some sort of an experienced half that can show them how to use a strike edge back rower like David Fafita because he simply hasn't been used yet. He's playing off the top of his head. He's just getting you know, dumped on the inside, essentially, and then breaking 14 tackles to score. If they can find a half that can use him properly, could be absolutely anything. The Titans, they've gone with sign a crafty hooker, okay. Uh, Similar to Canterbury, I mean, they've just left Nathan Peets go. They've got a couple of guys there, Mitch Rain, you've got Tana Boyd, Aaron Clark. They've got a couple of guys there that are handy, but they really don't have that world-class nine. Um, I mean, I'm not even sure if they have a top 10 hooker in their club. They probably don't realistically. So it is something they need to look at the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I think, personally, they can get by with their halves and an AJ Brimson without an all-star hooker. But they need to utilise David Fafita, as I've spoken about. But I understand that one. They do need a hooker moving forward, for sure. Manly Seagulls, surely this is just keep Tom Trevojevic on the field. Just keep this kid fit and keep him on the field. The other one might be hooker. They've just let Danny Levi go 
Uh, we don't know when Finu is going to be back. There's a couple of guys like Schuster, Four, and Cade Cust that could all wear the six jersey. Maybe one of them is going to have to play nine. I think it'll be one of those two things. Uh, Manly Seagulls do everything to keep Tom, Tom Trevojevic injury-free. Yeah, if this guy's fit, they're a top eight side. I think they walk into the top eight realistically. So it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds because it is, yeah, it's going to be crucial. Uh, Melbourne Storm is up next, and you've got to assume this will be something along the lines of setting up life after Cameron Smith. I mean, it might be something about getting ready for Munster. Uh, sorry, like getting the best out of Munster. It's his team now. Craig Bellamy's going to hand the keys to Munster once Smith does eventually announce his retirement. I think it'll be something along those lines. Uh, Melbourne Storm set the team up for life after Bellamy. Okay, so Fox League saying that they need to start preparing for life after Craig Bellamy, which is going to be really interesting. I mean, he's had a lot of um, junior coaches that have gone through the Melbourne system, gone elsewhere, and been really successful. It's looking like Jason Rolls might be the man down there. He's probably done the apprenticeship down there, and he's probably the next man to step in. Going to be a really tough gig for him, but, I mean, if you're just a sponge, you know, sitting around, taking in everything Craig Bellamy does, you're going to have a pretty handy host of players under you. I mean, they're going to have Harry Grant, Cameron Munster. I think you could put those two into just about any team in the NRL, and I think they're going to make the top eight realistically. So... Definitely preparing for Craig Mellon is going to be interesting. I think the loss of Cameron Smith, they're going to have to get used to that. And I think getting the best out of Cam Munster and Harry Grant as well. You know, these two are going to own this team now. So that would have been my focus. New Zealand Warriors is next. And Jesus, um, Warriors is going to be hard. I think you'll see the word consistency or something along those lines. I mean, it was a really dysfunctional 2020. They were over in Australia. They weren't in New Zealand. They weren't playing home games away from family. It's dysfunctional again this year. They got half the preseason squad in New Zealand, half in Australia. Makes it tough. I think it'll be something around consistency, or I'm not sure what it'll be for the Warriors. It could be anything with the situation they're in. New Zealand Warriors create stability. Okay, stability is the key word I should have been looking for there. Uh, hard to argue with here. I mean, as I said, the preseason it's split into two training groups. There's a little bit of chaos here and there, so. It is going to be tough for the New Zealand Warriors. Um, but, I mean, this is the reality they face and they're going to have to make it work. Uh, the Newcastle Knights are next. And I think this would be uh, something on the lines of getting a full season out of Kalen Ponga, getting a full, you know, 8 out of 10 season from Ponga. I think the gap between his best games and his worst games, and I wouldn't even call them his worst games. They're just his quiet games. I think it's far too big for the amount of money he's on. So they need to try and pull that in. They need Pierce and they need Ponga to be on the same wavelength the entire season, not when they're up by 20 and 30 in tight games where they need them to be consistent, especially at the back end of the season where they're getting close to finals footy. Uh, Newcastle Knights keep a cool head. Okay, so keep a cool head, obviously, you know, it's kind of similar to what I was talking about. I think their worst games and their best games, there's a big gap between the two and they need to close that gap in the future. This is a team... Tyson Frizzell walking in. It's got Clemmer pissed off about not making origin. Mitch Barnett's coming into his own. Kurt Mann's playing the best footy of his career. Pierce is a year older, a, a, another year of maturity under his belt. Caelan Pong is getting better and better. Connor Watson walks back in. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of high-energy guys in this team. So I actually think this is a really good one. This is probably better than what I was thinking. Keep a cool head. I really like that one for Newcastle. Next team will be the North Queensland Cowboys Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I guess this will be something about blowing up their systems in attack. I mean, the way that Toddy Payton, uh, the, the job that he's got ahead of him is quite a big one. I mean, even the... The less observant rugby league fans can see that the way the Cowboys are playing, it's very old school. It's very, it's very still based on their 2015 footy. It's block play, it's block play for block play for block play. Um, it's it's like they're still playing a Jonathan Thurston brand of football without Jonathan Thurston. It looks really basic now compared to other sides and teams are reading it. It's like when you're watching the Cowboys, teams are just having a defensive drill against them essentially. So this will be something to do with them blowing up their attacking structures. Uh, let's have a look. Cowboys, press the reset button on their attack. Yeah. And this will be, there'll be a few teams like this this year. I think Canterbury will another, be, be another one that Trent Barrow will walk in and go, nah, this isn't working. Let's start again. Let's blow it up. And I think you'll see much more attacking footy out of the Cowboys. Uh, Michael Morgan coming back will definitely help that situation without a doubt. Uh, you got Morgan, you got Drinkwater, you got Reese Robson at Hooker. There are some really exciting attacking players. And of course, Val Holmes, uh, the Hammer. There are guys that can play there and they should be playing a more exciting brand of footy than what they currently are. The next side will be the Parramatta Eels. And I think this will be something along the lines of just keeping a cool head. Once again, like the Newcastle Knights, they've got the team that can win a premiership, but crunch moments come and the Eels just don't seem to hold on. They shouldn't have lost that game against South Sydney, I believe it was. That game was there to be won by the Parramatta Eels and they really did throw it away. So I think this one will have something to do with you know, keeping a calm head, being consistent, you know, performing on the big stage. We've seen it the last few years. You all tell me every preseason, oh, look at Parramatta's squad, look at their lineup, look at their 17, how good they are. That's fine. They need to learn how to win under the bright lights. And we've seen it, you know, you, you we, we saw it last year when they beat the, they smashed the Broncos, they went down to Melbourne, they got flogged by 30. They showed up at the finals this year. I mean, they should have won that game against South Sydney. There's no reason why they should have lost that game. It was theirs to lose, and they managed to find a way to do it. Parramatta Eels becoming more resilient. Excellent. Okay, even better than how I could have possibly said it. Becoming more resilient. That's what Fox League have said, and I 100% agree. They had a lot of things go their way against South Sydney that night, and as soon as they missed that penalty goal, it all just fell apart. They need to be able to deal with obstacles that are put in front of them. This is what Rugby League is about, overcoming obstacles. And the Parramatta Eagles, they're still struggling to do it. The Penrith Panthers, they will be the next one. And wow, for a team that was so successful, there is an absolute plethora of things this could be. That dreaded second-year syndrome, this team, they went so well. And I'm sorry, but they didn't achieve anything. They didn't win their premiership. It's going to be hard to replicate that. And I think this is going to be a real mental battle for Ivan Cleary and his squad. It's going to be really tough to bounce back. They're going to come into this with a lot of expectation. They they essentially went 17 weeks in a row without losing a game of footy. They lost one, and now they have to sit around for five months with that sour taste in their mouth. It's going to be tough for this young squad. There's going to be a lot of pressure on guys. You can already see the pressure on Nathan Cleary. I mean, he had a Dally M winning season, and he's walked away with probably more criticism than anyone else in the game. It is incredibly tough to handle. So I, I, I think I think overcoming the disappointment, overcoming expectations, something along those lines. Uh Fox League's got Panthers, re-signed Stephen Crichton. Okay. Um important, don't get me wrong, re-signing Stephen Crichton, but this is nowhere near the biggest issues the Penrith Panthers are gonna have to face this year. They've got they've got a lot of things to overcome before they're worried about 
re-signing a strike centre. This is a bit of a strange one for me, I think. I think people are, are under, underestimating how hard the situation is the Panthers are going to find themselves in this year. Everyone thinks it's going to come easy. They're going to be able to do it again. Look, teams are going to work out. Penrith, they're going to have a whole off-season to watch tape on them. There's going to be a couple of changes there. Josh Mansell's leaving. They're not going to be as strong out as their own end. Yes, you can tell me Charlie Stayan averages fucking 14 tries a game, whatever it may be. It's not going to be the reality of his career. I'm sorry to break that to you. Um, I had someone message me the other day saying that if Staines keeps going the rate he's at, he'll break Ken Irvine's record. And I just thought, my God, that might be the stupidest take I've ever heard in my entire life. Just just be be patient with the Panthers. This is going to be a tough year for them. They've got a lot of bounce back from. And I mean, if they don't get a premiership out of this window, it's going to be a real, real disappointment. And I'm sorry, but the Penrith Panthers... They have a tendency to have a really good team and achieve a lot and not be able to produce it. We've seen it over the last few years. We've seen it with Ivan Cleary previously. A lot of pressure on the Panthers this year. And personally, I don't think Stephen re-signing Stephen Crichton is the biggest issue in that camp right now or the biggest obstacle that they face. It's important, don't get me wrong, but wow, I think there's more on their plates than that. Um, the South Sydney Rabbitohs will be the next one. I think South Sydney there, as I've said a few times this week, their premiership window is closing. They've got aging stars. Um, I don't think Jai Arrow is going to be the signing you're all telling me he's going to be. I still think they're going to need to find uh, some more forwards. I mean, last year, as soon as there was injuries, you had to move Cam Murray around, and he shouldn't be leaving the 13 jersey. I think Wayne Bennett should have a rule this year that Cam Murray does not leave the lock position. That's where they play their absolute best footy, and they need to find other guys depth-wise to fill those spots around him. And that's what worries me about Bailey Sirenen leaving. Uh, he did a really good job there last year, and it's one less guy they can rely on. Jai Arrow's there now, so that will help cover that loss. But I still think they need an extra guy there. They need to find him. I think Kulam and Tungy is going to go to a new level this year. Um, but it would definitely be something around depth in the forwards. Uh, Fox League have said, Rabbitohs, find the extra edge. Um, okay. This is, yeah, actually, no, this is heaps better than what I was saying. So, obviously, South Sydney, I, I'm guessing what they mean by this, just having a quick read. Yeah. Um, so, South Sydney, obviously, they've made, what, seven of the last eight prelim finals. They've gone to the grand final once. So, and this is where I said during the season that they are pretenders and everyone blew up deluxe at me and told me how stupid I was, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they got to the prelim final. They lost. They never really looked like winning that prelim final to me, and it's sort of been the case over the last few years. I mean, they got to the prelim final in 2019-2. They went down to Canberra, and they just simply ran out of gas. I've said it for the last few weeks. South Sydney can win a premiership, but they need to make life easier on themselves. They need to wait. They need to finish in the top four for one, and they need to win week one of the finals. They cannot keep on doing things the hard way and going the long way to win this premiership. I really like that one by Fox League. That's a good one. Uh, St. George Illawarra will be next, and Saints, um, uh, probably it could be their halves. It could be... I mean, we've got Jack Bird arriving. It could be where... How do they get the best out of Jack Bird? It could be Tyson Frizzell's left, so it's going to leave a big hole in their forward pack. This could be a number of things here with the Dragons. I'm not too sure. Let's dive into it. Dragons hit the market to bolster their pack. Yeah, so um, obviously Tyson Frizzell's left, as I said. Jack Bird's arrived. He'll probably go to lock. Means what do you do with Cam McInnes? What do you do with Ben Hunt? Um, They need... They probably need another big forward to come into this side. I mean, Paul Vaughan, we haven't seen his best footy in two years, in my opinion. I think Jackson Ford is a guy that's going to really step up. I think he's going to be sensational this year. But, 
I mean, no secret when you look at the Dragons pack, it is a little bit weaker than other sides. Um, so I, I can't argue with that one. I think potentially in their halves and whatnot, there are bigger issues for the Dragons, but I understand that one. Uh, the Roosters, obviously this will be something to do with the halfback jersey or 5'8 jersey. They need to find a seven to come into this squad. Let's have a look. Roosters, yep, yeah, find the winning halves combination. They've got the shell of a team. They've got the cake. They need the icing on it. They need someone to come in and 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 finish this job off. Uh, Kyle Flanagan is a guy that wasn't able to do it, according to the Roosters. So they need to find a seven that can. Personally, I've said all year, I don't think it's going to be Adam Kieran. I don't think it's going to be um, Lachlan Lamb. I don't think it's going to be young Sam Walker. I think they will bring someone in. So all eyes on that, but I definitely agree with that one. That's a really good shout by Fox League. That leaves our last team, the West Tigers, and, um, geez, uh, I, I guess something on the lines of consistency or um, they need to find a leader. They need someone in this team to grab the keys and say, this is my side. I don't know whether that's Luke Brooks. I don't know whether that's Moses and Bai. I don't know who it is. It probably is Luke Brooks. This potentially could be getting the best out of Luke Brooks. I think there's been a lot of dysfunction there the last few years. It's going to continue to be dysfunction. You've got guys like Joey Lailua, James Roberts. Um, there are guys that do have trouble off-field, let's be honest here. If there's issues going on, they will find it. And I just... Yeah, I, consistency or getting the best out of Luke Brooks, something along those lines, this will be the West Tigers, what they need to improve on. Uh, West Tigers, consistency, 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 okay. Uh, no huge shock there. I mean, I did mention that word, and I guess it's something that the Tigers have lacked for a very long time. This will be something that Madge Maguire, he was really big on at South Sydney, and everyone regarded him as being a really consistent coach, and he was defence-orientated, and it just hasn't been the case. Uh, since he's arrived at the Tigers. He has got a lot of work to do here. And the West Tigers, as that Fox League article says, they need to find consistency. I don't know if they can do it with their squad, to be honest with you, but it will be what they're aiming for. I really enjoy these sort of podcasts, these live reaction ones. Hope you enjoy them as well. That one was pretty long. I'll look to do a few more of these in the off-season Fox League. They love nothing more than bringing out a list, so there should be plenty of these to come. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 